Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan world naturals bikini pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. And welcome to the 48th episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I am your fiery foxy lady host, Sam Shorky. And I am the fat one, Sarah Shorky. Sister. <laughs> foxy and fat one. <laughs> foxy and fat. Sister and co host. And I'm pretty proud of the fact that we are officially back into a consistent podcasting routine. Feels good. Let's hope we can keep this momentum going, baby. Hasn't it been like two episodes? Well, it's been three. This will be our third. But it's a lot better than our one episode per month runs of the past. So true. Yeah. Well, celebrate the small victories there. Yes. Okay, fine. But in fairness, there has been a lot going on for us in the past three months or so. This is true. And I think people also don't realize just how time consuming it is to plan and prepare for a podcast and then record it. And then editing that Ugh. in itself is super time consuming. And then, of course, I have to write the show notes. I have to post it, share it. It's quite a lot of work, guys. And that is why we started our Patreon page. And the response has been overwhelming <laughs> yes two bucks we made two bucks well three bucks now we had a new one come in last night from Ooh. katya nice nice yeah. thank you everyone and by everyone i mean elizabeth and mindy and now katya Yes, so for those who missed last week's episode on having better orgasms and popping bigger boners, we put out a plea to our listeners to support us with a $1 donation via our Patreon page, and in return, your name would automatically get entered into a huge and awesome vegan goodie prize pack giveaway each and every single week that we put out a new episode. So last week we were giving away a big sex pack full of vegan condoms, lubricants, a vegan leather condom case, and some blow paste from the good people at Glide America. So either Elizabeth or Mindy will be getting that sweet prize. And Sarah, why don't you tell everybody what our one lucky podcast supporter slash listener will receive this week? Free shit! Yeah, actually, I was just thinking, it's a good thing we didn't buy one of those huge uh, lottery drums to mix up all the names in, because we've got two. <laughs> we- three. Three. Three, now. yes. Yes, good point. Could just yeah. use a hat or a bowl. <laughs> yeah, seriously. 
But in relation to this week's podcast, all about fat burning, we're giving away the ultimate fat burning vegan supplement prize pack from one of our favorite vitamin and supplement companies, OptiNutra. Mm -hmm. So either Mindy or Elizabeth is going to receive a full-size bottle of vegan BCAAs, pre-workout, post-workout, and their fat burner. That's three people, Katya, Mindy, or Elizabeth, but you could be the fourth. Those odds are pretty good, guys. If we get some new Patreon pledges before the next episode, this is a really good prize pack, so definitely take advantage of it, and don't let these three pledgers get all the prizes, guys. Although we do truly appreciate your support, Mindy, Elizabeth, and Katya, so if anyone else wants to get in on this Patreon prize pack podcast action, you can go to patreon.com slash jackedonthebeanstalk and sign up there. I also have a link on my website at jackedonthebeanstalk.com and we will of course announce the winners of each week's prize pack on the next episode of the podcast. Well, Mindy or Elizabeth will definitely win the vegan sex pack. Yes. If only we knew who needed more condoms and who wanted lots of lube. Yeah, can you let us know, Mindy and Elizabeth, which one of you is the bigger whore? (laughs) (laughs) Like a friendly little slut competition. May the best slut win. (laughs) Who wants more blow paste, ladies? (laughs) Okay, so anyway, before we get into this week's topic, aka the best fat-burning vegan foods, let us first clear the air on metabolism because that, of course, is a very important component to burning fat. So in case anyone listening doesn't quite understand what metabolism is, allow me to explain for you. Sarah, do you know what metabolism is? Nobody told me I was going to be tested on this material, but I'm pretty sure metabolism is how quickly your body can burn calories. Mm, Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Well, that of course is in layman's terms. I'm sure you're about to tell me that I'm wrong. Well, you're not far off. And I've got even better layman's terms to shed some light for you and anyone else. You know that skinny biatch that we all know and hate who can literally eat anything she wants and never exercise yet always seems to be super lean and never gains a pound? Yeah, that used to be me. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, metabolism also slows down with age, but that's a whole nother podcast in itself. Living proof over here. Yeah, so that skinny bitch that we're talking about is someone who clearly has a very fast metabolism. And of course, there are also people who have a very slow metabolism. The good news is that most of us can alter this. So essentially, metabolism is sort of like a balancing act in our bodies of building up versus breaking down our energy stores and body tissues. So metabolism is what breaks down the energy that we get from the food we eat and it then turns it into fuel for our various functions such as breathing, staying warm, and of course exercising, moving our bodies. And the speed of our metabolism is called our metabolic rate, and that means how much food we need to consume in order to maintain our stable weight. So if you find yourself gaining a bunch of fat, you're more than likely consuming more energy than your metabolism can process, and so you're storing all of that unused fuel as body fat. 
Another common term that we like to throw around in the fitness world is basal metabolic rate or BMR and that refers to the rate at which your body uses energy when it is at rest. So a lot of factors can affect your BMR, things like how tall you are, how much you weigh, how much muscle you have, and of course, how active you are. And these are all things that I will definitely consider when I'm writing my own client's nutrition plans. So obviously somebody who is jacked on the beanstalk and lifting like a beast six days a week is probably gonna have a faster metabolism than someone who is a stay-at-home mom who doesn't even have a gym membership. Can't help but feel like That insult was thrown my way. Yeah, kind of like the eyebrow jab from last week, huh? Yeah, I guess our new thing is is going grandma's passive-aggressive route. (laughs) I see you changed your hair, Samantha. No comment, just stating the facts. Yeah, totally. Or uh, in your case, Oh, I see you're still wearing the nose jewelry, eh, Sarah? (laughs) Okay, so how does one go about speeding up their metabolism? Obviously, there's a lot we can do, but first, a super important thing that we should always consider is how have you treated your body in the past? For example, something I see with clients all the time is say if they've been a yo-yo dieter for most of their lives and their weight has fluctuated 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds all over the place many times or maybe they've over-exercised and under-eaten for many years. If any of these patterns sound familiar, unfortunately there's a pretty good chance that you fucked up your metabolism. Also worth mentioning that for any of my physique competitors or restrictive dieters listening, regardless of how healthy or lean you may be, when food is scarce, your metabolism will inevitably slow down in response to this reduced calorie intake. And that is kind of cool actually, but it's because your body is trying to protect itself from starvation, hence why the leaner you get, the harder it always is gonna be to keep losing body fat. Same reason why it's super easy to gain weight right after a competition. Many competitors, especially first time competitors, we've all been there, myself included, we make the mistake of going straight into a post-competition food binge, eating all the foods we haven't been able to for so long. Then of course our body holds on to every single bit of it, all that energy and food, because it's now stockpiling in fear of being starved again. I know, it sucks, but how do we speed up metabolism? Sarah, you've been awfully quiet this episode. Do you want to answer that? No, and I was actually wondering if I should just leave. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny with this podcasting sister dynamic because we see the stats on which episodes are the most popular and they're always the ones that revolve around diet and exercise and losing weight and getting shredded and unfortunately little Sarah just can't contribute much to these episodes so we're always kind of torn about content because either it means I'm talking the entire time or no one gives a shit. Yeah, I was just thinking, I feel like you could probably just replace me with the wah-wah noise. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that would at least help break up my long, informative rants. Yeah, and then wherever I would make 
a smarmy comment, you could just press the wah wah button. Yeah, but it would still feel pretty lonely. And you know me, I I need a team to be most productive. Maybe we could get one of those cardboard cutouts of me. Anyways, back to ways that we can speed up our metabolism, which obviously Sarah doesn't know the answer to. And perhaps I'm biased, but my number one suggestion is, of course, lifting weights, guys. And that is because, and I talk about this often when I give presentations, one pound of muscle burns literally 25 times more calories than a pound of fat. That's crazy. So obviously muscle demands the most energy of all. So if you can just build up a layer of muscle, you can increase your metabolic rate tenfold. Well, 25 full. It's also important that we don't go too long without eating when we're trying to keep our metabolism revved up. So that means small meals eaten every three to four hours. And yes, I know there are a whole bunch of people listening who are all about the intermittent fasting, who are, you know, actually we should do a podcast all about intermittent fasting one of these days. Before you get any ideas, we will not be experimenting with me doing the intermittent fasting. Well, I've personally done it many times over the years and I've tried various fasting methods and different times of eating windows. And yes, for some people, it it definitely works. And sure, there are, are definitely some health benefits to periodic fasting as well. But for this episode, if we're strictly talking metabolism, I'll share what I have learned based on my own experiences as a bodybuilder, a competitor, and and a coach for other people. And that is when you go too long without eating, you do trigger that starvation response that I was talking about earlier. And I don't care what anyone says, it does cause your metabolism to slow down. And I've got a good analogy that I ripped off from some other vegan bodybuilder who (laughs) (laughs) I saw a YouTube interview with. But think of it as a fire, eh? Yeah, this is a good analogy for you, Sarah, because you're a, she's a master fire maker, eh? I am quite a fire maker, yes. Yes, so Sarah, when you're making a fire in mom and dad's wood stove, do you just throw one giant log in there and light a match and expect it to blast up and last all day and night long? Hell no. Exactly. You get that guy going with a little kindling and some paper, and once you have a good fire going, you throw a log on there every hour or two and you keep it going strong for the long haul. And then at night, you might want to damper it downy so you don't burn through that log too quickly yeah yeah it would make for a real cold morning yeah bud let's go for a rip (laughs) but yeah our point is that increasing the frequency of your meals is key and guys don't worry about eating late at night either side note i do it all the time eating before bed It is not going to make you fat. It's what you eat that matters. The old saying goes, if calories in exceed calories out, then the excess is stored as fat whatever time of day it might be. And of course, ensuring that you're eating protein at every meal is my next metabolism boosting tip. So we all know that amino acids are the building blocks in protein and they're what stimulates cellular activity. And of course, 
help to increase your BMR. So protein is also more satisfying than fats and carbs. And if you can boost your protein intake, you're definitely gonna feel fuller with less food, mind you, which also means you're gonna be taking in fewer calories and lose weight as a result. So load up on those beans, lentils, and soy guys, and some nuts in small amounts too. Here's an interesting fun fact. Did you know that a daily dose of coconut oil can help speed up metabolism because it's rich in medium chain fatty acids? Mm. There was even a study done in Brazil where women who consumed one ounce of coconut oil every day for 12 weeks had slimmer waists higher levels of the good kind of cholesterol, the HDL, and lower levels of the bad kind, i.e. the LDL cholesterol. I might just give that a try, eh? (laughs) Oh, and uh, another favorite oil of mine when it comes to fat burning is flaxseed oil, which is also the most highly concentrated form of omega-3s in existence. And flaxseed oil is super high in alpha lipoic acid, or ALA, you might have heard it referred to as. You mean AKA ALA? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And ALAA is uh, (laughs) vital for fat loss because it helps in the regulation of glucose and it aids the body in effectively metabolizing fat. So I will actually often suggest flax oil to my clients who are gearing up for a competition when they enter a strict cutting program. And I suggest to everyone listening, start incorporating it into your diets or at least get a good quality flax oil supplement. All right, so what else for fat burning, metabolism boosting food? So as I mentioned earlier, the food we eat can either speed up or slow down your metabolism. And despite all of these hardcore ketogenic diet enthusiasts and people on Atkins who swear carbs are the devil. They're really not. Speaking of which, we should also do an episode about keto diet. We've had a few people ask us to cover that. Oh good. Fortunately, I am highly versed in the subject of ketogenic dieting. Yeah, can I get a different co-host for all of these episodes (laughs) that (laughs) we keep getting requests for? So my thoughts on carbs and metabolism. Obviously simple carbs like cookies and cakes and gummy candies and chips. Delicious, yes, but they're also going to slow down your metabolism. Damn it. But I am all for including starchy complex carbs into our fat burning diet. That means relying on carbohydrates with a low GI, which means glycemic load, something that will not cause your blood sugar to spike. So some of my favorite examples that I always include on my client meal plans are oatmeal, whole grain sprouted toast, sweet potatoes, squash, quinoa, millet, and of course, fruit. In fact, while we're talking fat-burning foods, grapefruit is probably my number one go-to fruit when I'm in hardcore cutting prep mode because not only is it a low GI food, but it's also one of the slowest absorbing fruits. Plus it's high in vitamin C and flavonoids, which help to boost energy and immunity. Grapefruit is full of fiber, which will help you to feel fuller longer. Although I will say do eat it in moderation because grapefruit is also pretty damn acidic. So I would stick to like half or one small grapefruit per day. 
Note to self, add grapefruit to grocery list. Garlic and onions, also awesome for speeding up metabolism. Garlic actually contains mustard oil, which acts as a cleanser in your body, which encourages muscular contractions that help to loosen fat and kind of help wash it out of there. It also breaks down clumps of fat in your body. Same thing with onions. They contain all kinds of minerals and oils that really help to break down our fatty deposits and speed Speed up metabolism. And while we're mentioning these foods, I feel as though I have to include something that has kind of stuck with me as part of my vegan bodybuilder persona since the beginning, and that is asparagus. So anyone who's followed me since my early days of vegan bodybuilding knows I eat copious amounts of asparagus when I'm getting shredded. So much that I used to go to a grocery store and get so much asparagus that the guy working there called me asparagus lady. (laughs) Anyways, asparagus is great fat burning food because it contains a chemical called asparagine, which stimulates our kidneys and improves circulatory processes that really help to break down fat. It also contains a chemical that helps to remove waste from our bodies by breaking up oxalic acid. And this oxalic oxalic <laughs> and this acid essentially glues fat to our cells. So by breaking up this acid, we are then able to reduce fat levels. Sarah, do you remember the cabbage soup diet? Popular in the 80s, I believe. Yeah, I think mom tried it at one point. Yeah, I think so. And for good reason. So much like asparagus, cabbage is a natural diuretic, so really good for anti-bloating. Despite being a cruciferous veggie that might cause a lot of farting, cabbage contains a shitload of sulfur and iodine, which are both really good at cleansing our mucous membrane. Mm. (laughs) Mmm. Well, cleansing the mucous membrane of our stomachs and our intestines. In doing so, it's able to break up the fat in and around these areas. And here's one that might come as a bit of a surprise. Tomatoes are also a good metabolism booster. So not only do they contain a lot of vitamin C, but they also contain citric, malic, and again, the oxalic acid, which accelerate metabolism, as mentioned earlier. And these natural acids basically flush more water through our kidneys and prompt them to filter out large amounts of fatty deposits, which we can then piss out later if you want to get technical. Quite technical. (laughs) Tomatoes are also rich in lycopene, as we've all heard, which is very excellent cancer-fighting antioxidant. And bonus, lycopene also stimulates our body's metabolic rate by a whopping 30%. So now that we've covered some good fat-burning food sources, let's talk fat-burning supplements because, well, who doesn't want to believe in and spend a shit ton of money on a magic weight loss pill that will change our lives forever and finally make us the svelte, beautiful, confident, and happy people we've always aspired to be? Okay, so let it be known that for my first ever competition, and I won first place at it, mind you, I didn't consume any fat burners whatsoever. That being said, 
I have tried various fat burners over the years and I do believe that some can enhance fat loss, but I really do want to stress that they only assist a proper diet. So true weight loss, i.e. actually keeping weight off for the long haul, will always come down to consistency and discipline through both diet and exercise. But I will say that I do like two fat burner supplements in particular and I'll share them right now with you because I know you're still probably dying to know. And because despite everything you just said, we still all want a magic pill. Exactly. So I've personally seen success with Yohimbine HCL or Yohimbine, I've heard people call it. I really like the Prima Force brand. It's vegan. And I know it's sold at Vitamin Shop in the United States. And I know this because for some friggin' reason, it's illegal in Canada. So I like to buy some whenever I make my way into the U.S. of A, eh? <laughs> I'm also a fan of the Opti Nutra fat burner, which I already said is part of our big prize giveaway this week for one lucky podcast listener. All you got to do is register at patreon.com slash jacked on the beanstalk and give us a buck. One dollar, one dollar. Do I hear one dollar? And the main ingredient, in case anyone's wondering, in Opti Nutra's fat burner is forscolin. Forskin? No, forscolin. Oh. And it is an herbal extract from the Coleus forscoli plant, which is actually a relative of the mint family. And in theory, forscolin aids in weight loss by helping to create enzymes, which then help free fatty acids from our own body's cells. And it's believed that when these fatty acids are freed, if you will, they can then be burned as fuel. And also when our bodies do burn these fatty acids, it can also reduce body fat without affecting our lean muscle mass. But I should mention, like a lot of different fat burning supplements and and herbs, there has been no major scientific proof that forscolin actually causes weight loss. However, there have been studies done that do indicate that it may raise testosterone levels and help improve body composition, which of course would help with fat loss while increasing muscle mass. I also love that OptiNutra's fat burner is stimulant free, but it does contain cayenne pepper. And of course, we've probably all heard this before, chili peppers are awesome for speeding up metabolism. Not only do they act as a thermogenic in your body to speed up your heart and heat you up, but if your goal is fat burning, then you should definitely be sprinkling cayenne pepper on everything you eat. In fact, I once read a study that came out of our neighbors in Quebec, eh? Ah, yeah. Men who drank coffee at the same time they were eating spicy food were able to burn up to 1,000 more calories that day. That's a lot. They also had terrible breath. And probably serious diarrhea. (laughs) Explosive. (laughs) But they got shredded. Uh, We kid, we kid. 
In all seriousness though, I really do consume a lot of cayenne pepper and hot sauce, especially when I'm in prep mode. It's also known for curbing your appetite, which is nice, and especially curbing cravings for all the bad stuff, all the fatty, salty, sugary foods. If you are like Sarah and you hate spicy food, you can just do it the easy way and get your very own bottle of Opti Nutra's cayenne pepper containing fat burner supplement plus a bottle of their BCAAs which are sourced from fermented sunflower seeds and will help you to retain the muscle you have while you're getting shredded and a bottle of their pre-workout which is jam-packed full of all kinds of good energy boosting muscle building shiz stuff that I personally recommend to all of my clients especially those who are doing a muscle building phase I'm talking key ingredients like creatine, glutamine, L-citrulline, and I like this. They even have cordyceps mushrooms in their pre-workout, which is all the rage in the health space right now. So yep, one lucky podcast listener is getting all of these goodies, and all you gotta do is go to patreon.com slash jackedonthebeanstalk and donate one dollar. Again, your name will automatically get entered into each and every weekly podcast draw for a big awesome prize pack such as this one from the good people at OptiNutra. One dollar? That's madness! Why, it will cost us more than that just to ship these prize packs. Yeah, good point. It is going to cost us a lot to ship these. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. We love sharing the love and love promoting companies that we truly believe in. So a couple more supplement suggestions I don't want to forget are, of course, L-carnitine, which is such a good supplement for fat loss. It works by aiding in the transfer of long-chain fatty acids. It converts them into energy as opposed to storing them as fat. So I've yet to see a shredding plan from any coach that does not promote incorporating L-carnitine into the mix. And it also promotes muscle gain at the same time, making it an absolute muscle for bodybuilders. And if that doesn't sound enticing enough, L-carnitine also has been shown to reduce feelings of hunger. And lastly, let's give an honorable mention to a good old-fashioned multivitamin. So I know a lot of people think that this is not necessary, especially if you're eating a well-balanced vegan diet, but I personally always recommend a good quality multivitamin to my clients, regardless of their health status or what their nutrition nutrition looks like. And I do this because it will fill in any nutritional gap and ensure that we're getting a little bit of every necessary vitamin and mineral, which is important. I also think it's a good thing to include if fat loss is your goal, because often when we are following a very strict cutting diet or competition prep, it's more than likely that you are consuming a lot of the same shit day in, day out. So just ensure you don't encounter any kind of micronutrient deficiency. It's just a good idea to include a good quality multivitamin. I personally really like the Progressive brand for active females or males, or of course the OptiNutra Whole Food Multi. They do a really good one as well. We're gonna wrap this episode up, but while we were on the spice topic, I also wanted to mention one of my personal favorite tasting spices, which is cinnamon. So not only is cinnamon delicious and makes any bowl of oatmeal or protein-packed dessert or pancake taste 
extra sweet and spicy. Good old cinnamon also stabilizes blood sugar and curbs appetite. So definitely a worthwhile mention on this episode. But I wanted to say, make sure you're choosing a better quality cinnamon like Ceylon rather than the standard typical cheap cassia option that most people buy at your average grocery store. So cassia cinnamon, unlike Ceylon, which is the better one, cassia is a rich source of coumarin, which can actually be harmful and even toxic in large doses. And I wish I'd known this a long time ago when I was literally dumping cinnamon on everything and buying the cheaper cassia version. So coumarin, if you're consuming a lot of it, it's also known to cause kidney, liver, and lung damage, and it may even cause cancer, some studies show. So I really suggest not cheaping out. If you are a big cinnamon enthusiast, make sure that you are opting for the Ceylon version rather than cassia. Also, I know we mentioned the Quebec study earlier and the calorie burning effects of drinking coffee. And I'm sure we've all heard this one before, but I can't talk enough about boosting metabolism without mentioning coffee and green tea. So much research has been done that suggests drinking a cup of black coffee speeds up metabolism and drinking green tea packs an even more powerful punch as it is high in antioxidants, which help raise metabolism even better than coffee. So drink up guys. And of course, make sure you're drinking plenty of water too. Good old water keeps you lean, helps get the nutrients flowing through you and washes away any waste and free radicals. Apparently just 90 minutes after drinking a big glass of cold water, your metabolism gets boosted by 24% over your average basal metabolic rate. So if that's not enough to encourage you to drink water, I don't know what is. And I think we can wrap up there. I hope we shed a little light on what exactly metabolism is and how to eat and what to eat in order to boost your metabolism and burn a little fat at the same time. Sarah, did you learn anything while you were just sitting there useless? Thank you. And (laughs) yes, I did. I'm actually not going to make a smart ass comment because I did learn a lot. Good. I'm pretty sure everyone will love this episode because there's lots of good info. Thank you. And you know, grandma would be really happy to see that you finally got rid of your nose jewelry. (laughs) I was just thinking that. But yes, I do want to wrap this episode up by adding that in all honesty, in order to get right shredded, eh? I don't want to feed you a bunch of crap. You are going to be hungry if getting shredded is your goal. Your patience is going to be tested and so will your willpower and inner strengths. Whenever you're you're bored at home, you're stressed out, you're depressed, you're tired, at the end of the day, if you're trying to get right shredded, you're following a strict diet by your own free will in order to look a certain way. So please do keep that goal in mind and work on your mental strength whilst incorporating all of these foods and suggestions into your diet and life. And as I always say, if it were easy, everyone would be walking around with a six pack. All right, can't wait to hear what song you've chosen for us to sing on this episode, but first let us read our Apple Podcast Review of the Week. Listener Feedback. This week's Apple Podcast Review is of course five stars and comes from somebody named Jay Veg. Take it away, Sarah. I'll give her a rip. I've been a personal trainer slash yoga teacher for 17 odd years and veggie athlete for about as long. So that qualifies me as an expert in what I'm about to say. Sam Shorky is fucking amazing. 
She's yeah. funny and sexy and raw and woman supportive, i.e. secure. Oh. <laughs> but beyond that, she has such a clear head and organized way of sharing her message. Her podcast themes are appropriate, focused, packed with quality info, and she gives freely from her heart and soul. I have a long-term daily practice that incorporates much of what is discussed here, and I find myself thinking, wow, she really put that out there in a way that anybody could take it and run with it. Wish I could have said it like that. My point? She's really tapped into something, and I hope she keeps going. Sam's a big inspiration and well of information, and I'm so appreciative of everything she has to share. Sarah, too. (laughs) Just so everybody knows, you don't have to feel the need for a pity mention. Well, I'm beyond touch and really honored by Jave Veg's review. In fact, I think I might have to print it off and paste it on my bathroom mirror to read to myself every day. Yeah, me too. Paste the words Sarah too in my bathroom. (laughs) Be better, not bitter, Sarah. Seriously, though, thank you so much, J-Veg. Really does melt my heart and inflate my ego to know that there are vegan fitness peeps out there like you who feel this way about me. So thank you so much for that. Can we send her a prize pack just for stroking my ego? No. Well, keep those reviews coming in, guys, and maybe someone can write an equally nice review about Sarah, and we'll read it aloud on the next episode. Ah, I just told everybody not to feel compelled to mention me. Well, we need reviews, so please keep them coming, guys. All right, let's wrap this episode up. What are we singing, Sarah? Burning for You by Blue Oyster Cult, since we were talking about fat burning. I think I only know the chorus of this song. Me too, but... What the okay, hell? well, this will suck then. Here Enjoy. you go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Home in the valley. Home in the city. Home isn't pretty. Ain't no home for me. Home in the darkness. Home on the highway. Home isn't my way. Home will never be. Burn out the day. Burn out the night. I can't see no reason to put up a fight. I'm living for giving the devil his due. I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning for you. I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning for you. Please stop. Okay, that one sucked. We admit it, but Sarah has to go pick up her kids from school. Yeah, so I don't care. All right, that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for the support. Please keep those Patreon pledges coming in, and we will be back real soon. Shorky Sisters, out. (laughs) 